Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. 
That was the end of my uh, <laughs> my song. Hallelujah, everyone. God bless you this morning. Uh, we thank you first and foremost for another opportunity to be here this morning. It's a day that he has made, and it just wasn't promised to me to be here, but by the grace of God. I'm here this morning. So, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debtors, our debts. If we forgive our debtors, who trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. For thine is your kingdom, your power, and your glory forever. Father, we come this morning to say thank you. Father, we thank you for all things that are done decently and honor. 
you've chosen us to be a part of this day. My Father, we ask you that you put forth your hand, put forth your hand, Father Lord, and cause my mouth to speak the words of wisdom to the ears that we hear. Father, we pray for those that are in harm's way today. We pray for our president. We pray, God, that you will continue, Lord, to move according to your ways through Donald Trump, Father. We ask you to look over the cabinet and those that are in harm's way. Look over his family and friends. We ask you to move by your spirit. And for those, Father, Lord, that have any honor against Donald Trump, we pray for them, Father. We ask you to move in their hearts and let them see the reason why you have given us Donald Trump as president. And then let and help us to turn our hearts away from the fear and fretting of all the pandemics and all the diseases that has come upon the land. But help us to realize, Father, that you didn't make it, but you son it, Father Lord, so that those that are called by your name today, they will turn from their wicked ways and they'll stop their religious lifestyle and they come to you, Father, and obey your good and perfect will. Father, we thank you, Lord, for all of our loved ones and rave peoples, Lord, that has contracted, contracted this virus. I pray that they would look to you, Father, Lord, and they would ask you, Father, for your healing and for, amen, victory over this thing. Draw us all to you with your perfect love today. We commend the morning since it begun. We shake out all of yesterday. And we walk in the newness of you today. We give you all the praise, the glory, and all the honor. And the most high, Jesus Christ, your darling son. Amen, amen, amen. Well, good morning. You know, I found out that the gospel is a life-changing experience. I thank God this morning that I'm able to understand that I need this word, hallelujah, no matter who is attended, who's not, but I know that God has given us to stay a day of recognition, a day that we can all have another opportunity. We thank you and give you the glory now. Hallelujah. Amen. All other unauthorized duplication. This is, this is not exactly what I had in mind, but I was listening to Dave Wilkerson and uh, Prophet of old, talking about the end time. Nobody wants to talk about the last day every time. Speak clearly to our hearts. Lord, we need you. We need to hear from heaven, and we're trusting you now in Jesus' name. Amen. First Peter, fourth chapter. First Peter, the fourth chapter. Getting ready for the end of all things. 
1 Peter, the fourth chapter. I'll read just a few verses. Uh, starting verse 7, please. 1 Peter 4, beginning at verse 7. But the end of all things is at hand. Now, that's pretty blunt. He gets up before his people, and in his letter he writes, the end is come. He said, and be therefore sober and watch unto prayer. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Thank you, Jesus. Now, uh, in Second Peter 1.14, he's just announced, the Lord has shown me that I'm going to die. Lord showed me that my time has come. And so he comes to the people now as a dying man. He comes as if to say, I'm soon going to be with my Heavenly Father. I'm soon going to be with Christ. So I'm going to give you my final word. He said, I want you to know the end of all things is at hand. It's right at hand. He said, well, that was written 2,000 years or so ago. But folks, if it, it, it were true then, it's all the more true now. At the end of the very last of the last days. And he said, I'm going to tell you what God expects and what he wants of you. I'm going to tell you how to become secure. I'm going to tell you how to prepare for the end times. And you see, he says nothing about the economy. He says nothing about the loss of houses and lands. He says nothing about... Uh, where to put your money, nothing about safe havens. And he comes with this, and, and uh, I, I got a letter from somebody who read one of my prophetic books about how God's going to keep his people in the coming depression. And he said, I wrote to you, <clears throat> Pastor Dave, in good faith, and I believe that you're an honest, righteous man, and I asked you where I should put my money, uh, some safe place to put my money because he said really if God's warning us he would be a very good God if he didn't tell us how to survive and he was trying to put me on the spot and he said I I want to know I don't want any theological uh, cop out he said that's what you preachers do you cop out and just say go pray pray and get the mind of the Holy Ghost for yourself and he, he said I feel cheated he said, I, I wanted to hear, certainly God would have a word. He did not warn us unless he gave us a way to survive. And I get letters like that. And already since I mentioned my topic, how to prepare for the end of all things, uh, some of you feel like, well, uh, Brother Dave, this should announce the subject. Well, Pastor Dave is going to give us some good advice on uh, where to put our money and help us get fixed for the hard times that have already started. That, that's a good, honest question. We all ask those questions. But folks, uh, this is not going to make sense to you until we get to the last half of the message. And you'll see why Peter goes with this message. As he, he says, first of all, be sober. In other words, don't panic. That's his first advice. No matter what happens. And there's many Christians right now who are in panic who have who have believed and testified all their lifetime that the Lord was their keeper. 
we sing Jehovah Jireh. We sing all these wonderful songs about how good God is not going to keep us in the hard times. And there is a human nature in us that responds, and we, we have to bring it under the word. We have to bring it under the control of faith. But he's saying, be sober, first of all. Be sober. And then secondly, he says, go to prayer. He said, you, you wonder why you're confused. You wonder why you're in turmoil. You wonder why you're in panic and you're not sober in these times. And he's saying the worse it gets, uh, blacker the night, the more you're, you should be walking in soberness and the peace and the rest of the Holy Ghost. That's what he says. As hard as that sounds, that is, that's what I'm telling you. God told me before he takes me home. I'm telling the church of Jesus Christ in my day and in the days to come. There are going to be hard and difficult times. And Peter described those times. Mockers and scoffers are going to come. There are going to be those preaching deception in our churches. There are going to be preachers of covetousness and materialism. He goes on to describe all of those things that are coming. And he says, don't panic. Be at peace about it. And then he says, go to prayer. And folks, that. There is where I go. Every time fear tries to rise in my spirit, every time there's another news report that seems to just uh, uh, be overwhelming, I go to my knees. And that's the answer to all the stress problems. I just saw in the Wall Street Journal yesterday that all over Wall Street now, they have a whole hour and many of the corporate leaders are are into yoga and in, into Chinese mantras. And they're trying to calm their stress. And in, in some offices, no, it's mandatory that you go and take yoga so that you can calm yourself. Well, folks, we have a savior. We have a promise. And... We are going to be a testimony that we know how to handle stress. We've got a little room we go into. It's called the secret closet. Tell that to the world. Here, here's a world. Here's a world uh, looking at crystals, hoping beings will come out of those crystals. And, and there are people doing yoga and quoting uh, Chinese mantras that they don't know what it means. Um, then you tell them, you but secret to come out strong and they're going to say you're crazy you're stupid what do you mean a secret closet well what do you know about yoga I've, I've got somebody that takes all my stress away king of kings i meet him right in that you mean you meet god yes we meet god in the secret closet of the prayer and then he he goes on he said, <coughs> verse 8, and above all things, above all things, above all preparations, above everything you think about how to survive in the end times, he said, I'm going to give you a word that this, this is the issue. And you have to deal with this. And, and this is mind-boggling. He, he, he says, above all things. Have fervent on fire and love for your brothers and sisters. He said, What are you saying? You know, 
if you want to really know what survival is about, if you know where God is taking his people, you have to have this unconditional love for your brothers and sisters, where race has no, uh, there's, there's no barrier in race. You know, it's, uh, this church has over 100 nationalities of all colors and all nations. And I, I want you to know this church is under attack for that very reason. Many times it would not be under attack if it were just all white or all black or all Hispanic. There are churches like that, and thank God for them. But this is a special thing that God is doing here in New York City and has done. A hundred or more nationalities loving one another without racial prejudice. And, and this is what the apostle says, Peter says, this is the issue now. That there is a love There's an out, out in the front. It says, uh, Times Square Church, the church that love is building. It doesn't say the church that loves its building. It says, the church that love is building. Hallelujah. He, he says, the reason for this is because this kind of love covers a multitude of sins. Covers a multitude of sins. Now, here's the issue. And I want you to listen very, very closely. Paul said, if you want to be ready for what God is going to do, because I'm going to show you just a minute that in the end times, I've already told you, I gave away my secret before I started the breach. There's coming a latter rain of the Holy Spirit. We're going to, we're going to go into that. And th this is where Paul, this is where Peter's going. This is where he's going with this message. What he's saying, what God's about to do cannot happen. It will be hindered unless these things are dealt with in the body of Jesus Christ. Anything of prejudice, any member of the body of Christ. Now, we can't forgive the, those who sin against God. We can't forgive those sins. We can't cover those sins. But, but he said, I can't move. The Holy Spirit is, 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 is going to come in a great rain upon this earth. He said, it can't happen in a church. It can't happen among a people where there are those that are holding grudges, when there are those who say they love one another, but they can come and they can worship, they can they, they, they say I'm a part of the body of Jesus Christ here, and, and yet they come week after week, week after week, and they have not forgiven, they've not forgiven somebody who hurt or wounded them. They've not hurt, they've, they've not resolved this issue. It just stays there day after day and week after week. And the Bible says, we're not only to forgive, but we're to cover the sins of those who sinned against us. Now, it may have been a wife or husband, a divorce situation. It could have been a, a church, a, a whole group that wounded you and hurt you. It could be an individual or a group of individuals. It could be a husband or wife. It could be family. And there are those sitting in this church now, and I say it with love and, and compassion. I'm telling you, this will hinder what God is going to do in the church. It's going to hinder what he wants to do in your life and in your home. This has to be dealt with. Is there anyone that you, you have a difficult time forgiving? You say, well, I'm forgiving. Given, but I can't forget. Forgiven. 
Amen. The Bible says, and, and this love that God expects of us is so vast and so all-encompassing. All he said, now, you not only forgive, but you do everything you can to cover their sin. Don't broadcast. And this is what happens. Somebody brings us, someone wounds us, someone rejects us. And we tell it everywhere. We get on the phone. I just have to get this off my heart. You'll never know what they did to me. And we name names and we we places <laughs> and we go we go down deep into this pit. And then we say, I, I'm only telling you this so you can pray with me. Yes. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> my phone went off. That I was playing the message on. Dave Wilkerson. Dave Wilkerson, a wonderful preacher and teacher that um, uh, Times Square in New York. And I have listened to him for many, 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 many years. And he always preached against sin. He preached against all these churches where we've got all of these preachers standing up confessing Christ. And they're nothing but zealous. They're nothing but people uh, that are standing up, uh, bringing the peoples into bondage. The peoples come to learn about Jesus, come to be free from their sins. I'm not saying all churches. Let's not let's not talk about churches. Uh, I'm speaking of some of these churches that have done nothing but hurt people, caused them to. Uh, to run away uh, from church, uh, from the place where you should be uh, being healed at. And, and I think he was, uh, he started out in 1 Peter uh, 4.1, which says, Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourself also with the same mind. For he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. It's not bothering him anymore. That he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh for the lust of men, but for the will of God. For we have spent enough of our past lifetime and doing the will of the Gentiles. We spent enough of our lifetime doing disobedient things. So now he's Peter is bringing the peoples up to speed and wants to show them and teach them. You know, we should teach, we should teach the peoples this morning that you can overcome whatever sin issue you know you 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 you're doing. But sometime in the midst of you trying to help someone, I have an illustration like uh, this morning, I was getting ready to go online and uh, pay my Home Depot bill before uh, midnight. And when I came to myself after ministering for about 45 minutes to one of my dear brothers on the line, I said, golly. Man, it's 12 o'clock. I need to pay this. He said, sure is, Apostle. It was 12.01. I was trying to 
I just could not get the system to work right to pay the bill. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, you can be doing a great work, but sometime is not the time to be ministering because it'll take your focus from what you should have done. Now, if the people, uh, uh, when I call them to pay the bill, it may cost $28. You know, I just hung up the phone. I didn't get angry about it. I said, you know what? I said, ministry is good all the time. But sometimes you better handle your business. Because while you're doing the will of God, you still got to do what you got to do. So Peter is saying here that we have to. Get away from the flesh. And we must get into God's spirit. For the lust of man, but for the will of God, for we have spun enough of our past lifetime and doing the will of the Gentiles, doing the will of Satan. When we walk in lewdness, lust, drunkenness, revilery, drinking, parties, and abominable adulteries. In regard to these, they think it's strange that you do not run with them in the same flood of dispensation. Yeah. The ones are still out there in the streets. Oh, man, ain't nothing wrong with this. Ain't nothing wrong. And it may not be wrong with it for, for you, but it's wrong for me because, you know, I'm not walking in that lifestyle anymore. I mean, I don't want to be lewd. Uh, 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 I don't want to be led away, led astray, and lewd back into what I used to be. So, Peter, what they like, you see, drinking and partying and all these things that they were doing. In regard to these, they think it's strange that you do not run with them. So now you has become estranged to them because you don't run with them, and they think something is wrong with you. So this is what they do. It says, speaking evil of you, because you don't want to run with them now, you're evil. They can't see the evil in themselves. They only can see that you're not doing it. So now you became my enemy. You're against me. But we know what the Bible said in 1 John 2.15. It said, love not this world. We know what it says in John the 17th chapter. I pray for these that are thine. You kept me. I've kept them in your word. Only by the word of God can you be kept. So. Jesus said he kept the disciples in his word. Now glorify me that I may glorify them, that they may glorify them that believe. So we that preach the gospel, we're glorifying those that believe. They sit and they listen to our teaching and our preaching. And, you know, I thank God for all of you all. Amen. Um, I certainly pray, God, that I certainly pray the Father that he would continue to keep me because feelings, uh, feelings sometimes, it's like this morning, and you can listen to that, my boy. 
Kendall, I just didn't feel like it. I put Dave Wilkinson on and the whole phone because I didn't charge the battery up last night. But I thank God that until I can get my feelings to working right, you understand me? He allowed me to push Dave Wilkinson through. And now, you know, and, I, and, I, and the majority of it is just tired, you know. The flesh is tired. And the spirit is always eager and willing. Sometimes the spirit man cannot make the flesh obey. So I'm grateful this morning, as I'm talking to you all, that I'm hearing God's word because I need the word of God to flow through me because the places that God may send me to today, I don't know what it's going to be like. The peoples that I must uh, be about today, I don't know. Uh, is there going to be love coming from them? But I realize that I'm going to have to give love anyhow. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen for me uh, the next moment, uh, uh, the next day or the next week or two. So while I have the opportunity, I want to do God's will. And then after I have done the will of God, then I can have more confidence this morning. Hallelujah. I can have more confidence that, you know, I've obeyed you, Father. I mean, Samuel, Saul said, Samuel said, have you obeyed God? Saul said, I have obeyed God. And he lied because he did just what God took. Yeah, he obeyed God. He went and he fought against the Amalekites, but he's supposed to kill the king. He's supposed to kill uh, Amalek. Instead of killing him, he brought him back to the camp. Then he tells Samuel, Samuel, I'm going to give out to sacrifice unto the Lord. No, you have no sacrifice offered unto the Lord because you're still in your mess. You're lying. You're lying. And you're saying that you obey God when Samuel was the prophet. And Samuel knew because God told him, what has this man done? Go to him. So Samuel had to go to him. So we're today to go to one another. I had a guy last night that I had to reprove. Amen. The guy was, uh, um, he was, uh, uh, he was just misquoting scripture. Uh, he was saying, you know, that Jesus, he believed him, he loved him. And no doubt, you know, he do love, you know, love the Father, the Lord. You know, no doubt that he 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 he, uh, he meant everything that he was saying in a very, very spiritual way. But when you begin to tell a person uh, what thus said, and you quote scriptures, then for a minute, and if you give them time, first they get angry. So he got angry, and he said, I'm not here to argue. And I said, please. Receive me. No, we don't want to argue, but we want truth. I said, now, I want truth, and I want to tell you that. Baptism is very essential to salvation. I know about the sinner's prayer, how that you pray the sinner's prayer, and, you know, and, and you end. Yes, Paul did say in Romans 10, 9, <clears throat> if thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. First of all, 
he has to draw us. And then how do we know to confess? And then if you were called by God, many are called, few are chosen. If you was called by God, that might be for as you go. Just call. But you have to be chosen. And how you get chosen by God, I believe, is that I just keep coming after him, keep coming out. And then there are some God just took them like me and just, just, just said, uh, I'm putting you in prison. So he locked me up and I'm still locked up. I mean, I become a zombie in my sleep walking in here to come and do this word. Then I bring my Bible to the bed. Thank God for my wife. She stays with the Bible in the bed so that she can continue to get the word of God. If you keep the word of God close to you, then you don't have to go over there trying to get your Bible. Keep it right there. So then when the Holy Spirit unction you, you know, you assess this word because we need the word of God without the word of God it's just nothing we can do I mean and what is it else that um, we're going to have we ain't going to have nothing but pain and misery you get up in the morning time you all excuse me Simon's uh, he had a chance to do all my good sneezing and stuff because why God woke me up he showed me the time, 721, and I had to get on in here, and, you know, even my eyes are still kind of tight. I can't hardly see what I'm looking at. That's why I put Dave Wilkerson on, and that'll give me time enough to drink some coffee, you know, and try and see if I can, uh, if I can get myself ready, you know, it's like, ready or not, here I come, you know, like when you played hide and seek, you know. You weren't even ready. You hadn't even got up under the dresser. You got up under the table. You're trying to squeeze over somebody else. Get over, get over. <laughs> well, that's the way it is, amen, in this uh, ministry work. Uh, God has called you and I. Uh, he's called up out of darkness into a marvelous light. And and and, and he know them that, that really seek him. And then here's another thing that comes to my, uh, my memories here. Excuse me. God's going to judge the content of my heart. If my heart be full of all the things that people do and say, and, uh, um, and, and my feelings, because, you know, they speak in evil of me, as Paul said, Peter said, uh, and, you know, someone is speaking evil of you, you know, certainly, you know, if you're not rooted and grounded in the Lord, you're going to be on the phone call and say, you know, man, I'm going to tell you, blah, 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 blah. So now we're rehearsing the evil that has been done to us. And God is saying to Peter, he's saying that, you know, you're to arm yourself. You know, the first verse of First Peter 4, it says, therefore, since suffered, since, since he's, then you too going to suffer. He suffered at the hands of peoples. You too are going to suffer at the hands of peoples. But thank be to God, the Father, you don't have to stay under suffering. That all you do is turn your face to him and say, Father, forgive them because that is not me. You know, that's, that's not right. Now, when you were in the world doing all the things that they were doing, they didn't they didn't curse you and call you names and say things. 
You know, they talked, they said, man, you know, uh, I'm finna go around there, man, and uh, see what my boy doing. Uh, I'm finna go and, uh, uh, and get with my girl, man. You know, we gonna, but when y'all broke off friendship, relationship, oh, they should say, man, where your boy at? Say, man, where your girl? I'll mess with them. Well, what happened, man? Oh, man, the other day, man. Oh, man. And then they go to story. You see? And then they stand there with their witchcraft because my Bible says in Second Samuel that a rebellious spirit is witchcraft. So they stand there with their witchcraft. And I was talking to somebody. I said, uh, don't let them speak these things upon you. And then you listen to them. No, 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 no. You refute it. You rebuke it. You tell them, no, 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 no. I don't receive. That is not me. People walk away from other people, load it down. You know, the young man I was talking to, he, he kept telling me that he have to please his fiance, mother and father. They're very religious and they won't even listen to that. No, 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 no. Don't even try and please them for her. Don't do it. Because then you're going to be pleasing man. Please the father. Then he says he wants to try to be able, you know, the baby on the way, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, you're trying to count tomorrow. And I'm studying, talking to this fella. And he studied talking about tomorrow and religion. And I'm like, no. You don't need to be trying to uh, uh, prepare out you know, have a home and all this. I said, with all of that that you say, how much of how much of a Godhead is before is over this stuff? You know, man wants to try and prepare themselves to come up to this uh we're trying to come up to par. We want to come up to speed. And you can't come up to speed without God. I mean we need the Father. We need our holy God. We need him to show us what direction we should be going in, how that we should get there. You know, if I let somebody else, if I please you and do the things that you said that I should do, then when everything claps, when 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 when, when that seeking sand began to sink, uh, that loved one or friend decide this ain't what I want, then they pull it up. Pull the rug off Monday. I don't want to be married to you. I thought we could make it. Without Christ, you're not going to make it. So, I mean, I spent a lot of time preaching to him. And the reason I preached to him is because one time when I was very, very low, very, very spiritually low, being attacked, been on the air preaching, Online one night surfing on Craigslist. And he had a text on there. Anyone needs prayer. And that was ironic that uh, they, they didn't take it. They took it down afterwards. But we got each other telephone number. And he and I has been in communication for probably about six years. Matter of a fact, I have a white Escalade that I got from him. And and he had gotten this this white Escalade Cadillac, and he took me for a ride. It's four wheel drive. He took me for a ride in the valley, and that thing pulled. I said, "Man, I want this truck." 
He said, Apostle, I've always wanted this truck. This is the first generation Cadillac uh, 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 SUV. And I ain't never going to get rid of it. So time went on. One day, he was out there in front of the house. I had the garage door open. He looked and saw that convertible Mini Cooper, that blue convertible Mini Cooper. Boy, he said, I'll give you the truck for it. <laughs> and so, you know, he's a dear he's a dear friend to me, you know, and their life. And I talked to him last night and, and I, I don't talk anyone business, but he, he, he wouldn't care. You know, I was talking to him last night and I thought, I said, man of God, I said, I want you to know all this dysfunctional stuff. It didn't start with your grandpa. It didn't start okay, this thing. He said, I know it's a generation of curse. He said, I was going to a church one time, and these two ministers come out, and that's what they was doing. They were destroying the generation of curse of people's life. He said, and I sent into one of the, one of the programs, and you know, he said, and I, and I think it was working. I said, no. The generation of curse that's broken off my life, I don't do what my daddy did. I just don't do it. You knew what your father done, just like his father. His father was an alcoholic. So through the addiction of alcohol, his brothers, his sisters, he, every one of them is being confronted by all types of different drugs and stuff. And so I told him, uh, just don't do it, man. You know, they just don't do it. And he went on to tell me a lot of other things that's going on in his life and stuff, you know. And I told him, I said, you know, if you would just seek the Lord, you know, if you would just seek the Lord and just let God just work things in your life, let him work work, work these things out, you know. And, and if you let him work them out, he's going to bring you out, you know. And this is where we're at this morning, is that with all the pandemic, with all the churches closing, trying to open up, they they they're behind financially, and and and, and they're using all types of uh, uh, things to try and uh, to try and get you know get the funds. Everybody needs some funds, man. And then here we are. We're tired. We're tired. And we're burned out. And we're trying to uh, figure out, you know, what, what, what can we do about our situation, you know? Well, Peter is telling the, the peoples this morning that uh, it's going to be a time of suffering, you know? Because being with Jesus, being uh, uh, a disciple this morning, you're not going to hear God up because it's your faith. It's your faith that's going to keep you in this time and in this hour. And if you can remember, we've had all kind of pandemics show up on earth. We've had sickle cell. We've had tuberculosis. We've had uh, HIV and cancer. All type of pandemics is coming up on the land, but the Bible said, don't worry. 
he, he says, uh, uh, be, 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 you know, uh, have no dealings with the unfruitful work. There's no fruit in getting into these pandemics. So Peter tells him, he said, you know, you, you know, you stop partying and you, you, you stop walking in drunkenness and, and, and reviving and, 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 and you stop going to those parties and, And now they look at you and treat you strange. As if now you're a ghost. You know, it's like, you know, uh, I want her, I want to have nothing to do with him. It's one of them holy rollies. You, now you're a holy roly, but when you was in sin, you was a roly poly. Rolling in sin and could have lost your life. But since God called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, now he's put his spirit in you. So that now you're able to see. You can look back now and say, wow, boy, I just know. But thank the Father that he's able to. Amen. It's it's, it's like a, a body shot. Call mashed up. Three weeks later, you cannot even tell it had an accident. This is the way the Hallelujah. <laughs> and three weeks, amen, in the body shop with the Father. Hallelujah. You've been made brand new. And so now they don't like you now. They don't like you. They talk evil of you. He think he, she thinks she now, you know, now that they didn't, you know, uh, I don't know what happened. I think they got some money. Yeah, we got some. We changed our lifestyle. We don't have to buy all that. No more partying. No more banqueting. No more riding. No more bumming shit. All that stuff costed money, man. It costs money. You didn't go out on a Friday night with no $10. Unless you just was a splurger. I mean, you know, somebody that sit there and just uh, suck up everybody else's stuff. Uh, man, you give me a drink to Friday. <laughs> Be like wimpy. I'm going to Wednesday. <laughs> oh, I'm grateful, you know, to sit in this word and to read here this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. It says uh, 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 that they think it's strange that you do not run with them and the same flood of bishop. Just like you said, everybody jumping up and down in the club, just flooded with folks. We're free! We're free! Of, of dispensation. <laughs> My God. Speaking evil of you, they will give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For this reason, does preach also to those who are dead. They heard the gospel. For this reason right here, so that God would not be guilty for the ones that died and all they banqueting and riding, the gospel was preached to them. They heard the gospel. They had an opportunity. You have an opportunity, Facebook, amen, speaker, and all over where the message is going out. No one did anything to you that keeps you from God, amen. You're sitting there and you have a spirit of rejection because man, and now you said, I'm just tired of trying to serve God. No, you've been serving man. You've been looking to man, and then you are serving God. Satan trying to take a look at what you lost, but look at what you gained. You gained eternal life. The gospel was preached to these that had died to be judged according to man in the flesh. You see, they're going to be judged, not in the goodness, but they're going to be judged according to how they went out 
and they did all of these parties and things, and now they died. But the gospel was preached. He didn't say the gospel is free. He said the gospel was preached also to those who are dead. So all them folks that died don't think that they did not hear about the saving grace of God. You preach to some of those people and they're dead. Some of them are alive and you're still preaching to them. They're going to die. And God going to bring to their remembrance. Remember Prophetess Dixon? She kept coming. She kept trying to tell you that you don't have to go through all them sickness and stuff. The only reason you live is I keep praying for you and to him. But you should, you keep rejecting him while you keep going back to that club. You keep having parties after party. First Peter 4. First Peter 4. That they may be judged according to man in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit. But the end of all things is at hand. See? Everything is at hand this morning. The same Peter that preached centuries ago is telling us again this morning that all see, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said about 2,000 years it's time for war. We not have what nations, amen, what nations, nations, it's on the way. So don't be angry at Donald Trump because Judas had to betray the Messiah. Donald Trump, you know, he's not the Antichrist, but you got to have somebody, you know, everything is line up online. You got to have someone, you understand me, to do something in order to bring something else out. So, you know, don't be angry if Donald Trump get a second term. I'm just telling you all that are listening, we're not under that indictment of no president. We are under the authority of God. The only reason God keeps sending these uh, different uh, 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 hateful peoples is because we don't love the Father enough to sit down, amen, and suffer. You can't break out of this suffering, amen. You must stay in your suffering. I don't mind. I mean, I don't mean suffering because people are picking on you and this and that. Suffering with Christ is when you abide in his word. It's when that word restrains you. When you say, oh, child, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to do it. And it'd be like, but I thought you say you're going to wait on God. Yeah, I'm still waiting on him. I'm still waiting on him, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. That is not the way it goes. If you're waiting on God, be like that man that was in that water. The boat came, the helicopter came, he drowned. The boat, the helicopter, the jet ski. Why? Because God was in that also. So leave you, let your boat pass you by. I don't want to get on that boat. There's too many people on it. I, I don't want to go to that church. I'm sending you to the church a mess. I want you to mess the church. You're going to suffer in there because the minute you hit the door and they're going to know that there's something in you and they don't want you around because it's nothing but a club. The church is a club and uh, you're not 
welcome. But God says, go to that club because I'm going to use you. There's someone in there I want to get out. And I'm not literally talking about a club, but I could be literally talking about a club. I don't know. You know, I'm just speaking. Speaking to let you see. You all excuse me this morning. You're trying to wake up. I don't know what happened to me last night. I was here at home. Oh, I know what happened. Sitting in that phone ministering. See, you set yourself up to suffer with someone else. To try and help them, help them bring them out because you don't know why they call you. Somebody ain't called you in over a year and they call you up on the telephone and you listen to them, things of God, but they're talking about how that they trying to do this and they want to please. How much God did come out of his mouth? Not a whole lot of God. So I suffered listening to all that stuff, you know, but I had to stay on the phone. I mean, like I said, you know, it It'll probably even, you know, when I go to pay the bill, they said, nope, late charge. So I'm not going to worry about it because, you know, I was doing the will of the Father. Uh, I didn't even have to take the phone call. The number didn't look familiar, but I was led to take the phone call. So it was the will of God to help them to understand, but not on suffering, you know. And this is the type of suffering sometimes that you're going to go through. But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayer. And above all things, have favorite love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sin. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. As each one has received a gift. Minister it to one another as a good steward, the manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak as the honorable God. If anyone minister, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Christ Jesus, to whom belongs the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. So right here, this is telling us how we're to do this thing in Christ. You know, we have to be humble to one another. Let them minister to you. Then minister to them by the article of God, meaning that God will supply you with the words to speak. Don't go up in tongues. Me, you know, because why? Because tongue is not needed in this ministry. Because if there's no now, if you're praying and you're praying in tongue, that's a whole nother school. That's another that's okay. But to start speaking in tongue, and it's not given to see God, He gives it. So if you should speak it in front, then the other person will receive it because that's what it was for. So they may not know the understanding of it. But they would feel the power. So everything must be done decent and in order. God is not the author of confusion. I think that scripture where God is not the author of confusion is found over in the book of First uh, uh, Corinthians. Let me see. First Corinthians uh, 14. 1 Corinthians 14.33. God is not the author of confusion. So there's no confusion 
in this word at all. It's just that the people that handle the word, sometimes they are confused. The 12th verse of 1 Peter 4. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning power, which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. Rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's suffering, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceedingly joy. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you for the spirit of glory and of God that's on you. On that part, he is blessed. See, about you. Ah, oh, she thinks she, he thinks he holding out. You know, just reproaching you. But the spirit of God, the spirit of the Father, it rests upon you. It's not just in you, but it rests on you. Psalms 139.5, he laid his hand on me. So if we stay focused on the word of God, get it. First John, the fourth chapter, and read it. Amen. And the word alone will bless you, and you'll find out, you know, that it is the will of God that I suffer. He said, arm yourself that you suffer. What did he say here? And at first, it says, therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourself also with the same mind. See, it's your mind this morning that's keeping you, excuse me, keeping you outside of the blessings of God. So you don't arm yourself that you suffer, amen, the just for the unjust, so we can get these peoples to God. So while you're standing there, being humble and loving on them and telling them what thus says the Lord, at the same token, somebody else is telling them, oh, child, I don't even went over there. All they're going to do is talk about Jesus. Well, what is it to talk about? You know, I was laughing with, with my cousin, Ella Young, and I just stopped in the middle of my ministry, and I said, Cause, I said, I'm just tired of just, every time I open my mouth up, it's all about Jesus. I said, you know, is it any other conversations that I that I can speak about? He just just you. <laughs> it's because the glory of God rests upon me. And that's all I know. You know what I mean? Even if I was somewhere that everybody was talking about other stuff, I'm still going to pick me some Jesus in there. That's why the guy last night when I was over to Ray House, he said, well, I'm just not going to argue. I said, no, you're not going to argue. I said, the problem is. So then my friend said, I'm a Virgo. You a Virgo. And he's a, he's a water bearer. He's an Aquarius. So the guy said, oh, I understand. I said, yeah, I said, the water barrier, the water barrier, the water barrier, uh, uh, without water, you can't live. So I'm giving you life. You know, I'm giving you life. And uh, uh, I'm bearing this water, and, uh, uh, which I don't pay no attention to no signs because I'm not under a sign. I'm under him. So the world looks to a zodiac sign, and they live their life according to the flesh, see? And that's what it's about. The Bible said you shouldn't be dealing with those zodiacs and soothsayers and all that stuff and praying to all these different things that man has made when all we need is just him. We need the Father. Hallelujah. Now let me get out a pass here and get finished. We can open up the lines. And uh, see how everyone doing this morning. Glory to God. Thank God for you being here.
Thank God for all of my Facebook friends. You all will be angry at me if I don't select you as friend. The only reason I don't I don't uh, uh, bring you all as friend uh, on Facebook is because you have a lot of other friends too, and then a lot of your other friends post up on your post and then get all on my post. And before you know it, I'm like, where did this come from? Where did that come from? So I just try and stay within the circle uh, where I would, uh, you know, the few peoples that, you know, come in because I don't want to see all those worldly texts because you all know how I am about these. I'm going to go on there and I'm going I'm to check some stuff up on there and then it's, it's, it's going to seem to be racist and everything because I'm going to get on down to the nitty gritty. And it's not about being racist. It's about telling a race of people, a nation of people. You know, that your people's going to pay if you don't stop. You're still going to pay. Some of your family members, some of the family members of the deceased slave owners are suffering today. You're suffering for your ancestors. The best thing for you to do is repent and just say, Father, you know, I, you know, we repent for our ancestors. Because that curse is upon you for the destruction that you brought upon humanity. So now let's go on a lot of here in this world. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you. For the spirit of God, for the spirit of glory and of God rest upon you. On their part, he is blasphemy. See, these people on their part, you know, <laughs> God is, you know, but on your part, he is glorified. But let none of you murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or as a busybody in other people's matter. Second Chronicles 4.11. Second Chronicles 4.11. Mind your own business. Yet, if anyone suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but glorify God in this matter. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. To begin with us. First, what will what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? See? Now, if the righteous one is secretly, scarcely saved, where will the ungodly and the sinners appear? Therefore, let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their souls to him in doing good as a faithful creature. And that's all it is. That word right Peter, you all write it down the date down. The third of August, first Peter four. Suffer. And the word is gonna thank you evil and they don't want any evil. They can't They cannot see who's at fault because why Satan has blinded their eyes and ear, neither can they see. So praise the Lord, hallelujah, this morning. How's everyone on the line this morning? Bless you. Praise the Lord, praise him, praise him, praise my Father. 
I just thank God for life. Thank God for what He did. I thank God for the Word. This morning broke us up. This morning, God is on our way, and we just thank God for what God about to do. We already have done, and what He's about to do for us, the one who believes in Him. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, we certainly thank God for man. I, I do realize that we are living in the last days. And if the preacher is not preaching the end time message, you know, I asked my wife, I said, honey, I said, really, what do you think about church? You know, what what do you what do you think? How the church is? She said, she said uh, they are uh, they're preaching, you know, Daniel and the Lion Den, uh, uh, you know, they're preaching, uh, uh, you know, all of Job, you know, Isa and everything. We need to be telling the people what uh, Amos said. She was reading in the book of Joel. I want you to go to, to the book of Joel. Amen. Let me see if I can stop this double talking. Telephone is hmm. okay. Okay, let's see. We're going to close out our program so we can get ready to do what we got to do today. I'm praying and asking them for directions. Father, we come to thee this morning. We thank you for lending us your voice, lending us your spirit, lending us uh, the tools that we need today. 
go before us again today, Father. Make the crooked straight. We pray that you would have thine own way today, Father. We ask you to move by your spirit upon us today as we go out into the land. Help us to obey. Help us know and understand that you, you and you alone are worthy. We give you the glory and we pray that we're standing in the need of blessing and breakthrough. Thank you, Father, for my auntie. Praying for my auntie up in Crockett, Lord, my mother, my family and friends, the neighborhood where we live, and all of the peoples, Lord, that are here, that you have given us to hear your word. And we thank you and give you the glory and all of the honor and praise belongs to thee. We surrender Thank you for you and you alone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.